Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Just like butter, you're drinking coffee today because well, we're out at Valmont Bike Park. Yeah, it's kind of early in the morning. Well, it's not early in the morning, but it's... I don't know about I don't know my rules on this topic, but it's kind of too early for me to start drinking, drinking drink drinks. Oh. On so, coffee. A Tuesday. Yeah, coffee okay. until noon at least. What are we talking today? Tires? Oh, yeah, my favorite topic. Tires. And we can't talk about wheels because that's a whole separate topic. But it's. Uh, well, you just brought them up, so. Well, no, I just said we can't talk about them. Um, so, tires, uh, tire tread, tread selection, pressure, how to get all that stuff worked out. It's really super important for cross. Probably one of the most important things you can do is just get your brain around that stuff and get used to it and know know what works for you. Now, that's interesting because I've heard a number of people say tires, it uh, doesn't matter what, you know. Mm, I would arguably say um, pressure is would be more important than the, t- the tire you select. If someone said you can ha- have the, the perfect tires at the wrong pressure or you can have have maybe not quite the right tires at exactly the right pressure, I would go for the wrong tires at the right pressure. And how do you figure that out? Pressure? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I mean, it's got to be your riding style, your weight. Oh gosh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 all completely relative. Um, you know, obviously the the pro guys, you know, run down into the low. You know, the the Euro pro guys because they're skinny and weigh nothing, and they ride super smooth. That you know, they run way down into the low twenties, um, high teens. Um, you know, it, depending depending on the conditions, it depends on how you ride. So, you know, I think. Um, the recommendation for someone who's sort of coming into cross and getting the hang of it is, is um, well, A, you get a really good um, tire pressure gauge that is, that is not the one on your pump because um, pump, pump gauges are just horrendously inaccurate. They can be off by, you know, one, two, three pounds in either direction and that's, you know, half a pound makes a big difference in cross, especially once you get used to knowing what your pressures feel like and... and um, what it feels like to ride, you know, your favorite pressure or, you know, you go through, you go through, um, different generations of, of going, you know, obviously going to different courses in different conditions and getting the hang of, of what pressures to ride. You can feel a pound or half a pound pretty, pretty clearly. So, um, the first recommendation would be to get a nice little, um, gauge, digital or analog, doesn't matter. As long as it's a good, it's a good gauge, it works well and you use exactly the same gauge all the time not the same not you know a different one of the same brand the same gauge it's like i think it's that important um and you know i carry my own little gauge everywhere it's a little sks digital gauge works great and as long as you use the same use the same one you're sort of going to get the same same uh 
sort of feel and reading every time. But do you change your tire pressure up for different conditions, different oh, course conditions? Yeah. I mean, it's got to be totally different. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, coming into the sport, you know, for, for people first first riding cross, they're, gonna, they're almost certainly going to ride pressures that are way too high. Um, most of the time, um, people will come in and they'll just have one set of tires on their bike, whatever the tires are. Um, and so when you, when you start out at that level, obviously, you know, you only have the one set of tires to work with. So you keep messing with your pressure and hopefully you keep lowering your pressure until you get to a point where, you know, you're not banging up your rims and you're not flatting um, and you're not beating up your equipment, but you do have um, the maximum amount of tra uh, traction, trackness, what the hell is that word? Traction um, and shock absorption that you can get out of that particular setup. Is there a reason you think that we tend to overinflate tires, oh, stories? Yeah, no, people are, people are afraid of pinching. That's the biggest thing. So, you know, when you once again, when you first come into cross, most people ride their bikes way too rough and they beat up their stuff way too way too much and and they get flats all the time. You know, they'll they'll not see a rock on the course and just hit that rock and um and especially in the case of clinches most people start out with clinches and tubes um they'll pinch a pinch a tube and flat and then that's it and that can be really really frustrating when you're first coming into the sport is just just working that stuff out i think the first cross race i did i know i ran my tires at probably borderline road pressure i probably had them at 75 80 cross tires just you know i had no idea nobody told me anything and, and it takes a while to kind of to build up that knowledge base of of what to do so you know i definitely screwed it up initially and got got my bones shook to bits and got the hang of it so uh, you did bring up uh soaps clinchers what do you recommend there yeah oh, i that, think i know where we're going well, well yeah <laughs> i mean that, that it, that's a total horses for courses things i mean it, I, I obviously you know the the standout um, tire and wheel selection for overall performance is tubulars. You know, tu tubulars, you can run them lower, they don't peel off the rim, that their ride quality is just far superior to just about anything else you can ride, which, you know, and the only well, other options are... They don't peel are, off the rim if you glue them correctly. If you glue them right, yeah. Well, hence my little video. Good, yeah, that was a good lead-in, I like that. Um, um, so tu tubulars are obviously the best for performance, but they're, you know, it's a, it's a fair bit of of um, literal and philosophical brain damage to to use them. I mean, it's it's a lot of work to get them get them glued up and make sure they're al they're aligned correctly. And if you have multiple sets of wheels, it's you know it's hours and hours and hours of gluing. So um, where can people go to find your video, by the way? Oh, um, it's actually on the Barta website, wearebarta.com, and it's uh, it's uh, I think it might be in the blog section. Gosh, it's I didn't even good know. Video. Yeah, it's yeah. It's, I mean, it's we seriously kind of, check that video out. It's good. Wearebutter.com. We went kind of berserk on on producing that video and just just calling out every single little nuance of gluing. And the only thing we did in that video was just address gluing. We didn't address you know prepping the rims or stretching the tires or anything like that. We just it was just you know 15 minute video that just covered gluing up the the rim and the tire and getting it getting the whole thing put together. So um, yeah, it's pretty comprehensive. But. Um, you know, once again, people new to the sport are probably not going to jump at going straight into tubulars and, you know, either paying for or doing their own glue jobs and handling um, and handling that kind of stuff. It just it takes a lot of time and a lot of commitment. 
Are your so, pressures running different on tubulars oh, versus glitches? Yeah, way, way lower on tubulars. So that's, you know, that's, I think I touched on that a second ago. With tubulars, you can run way lower pressures. You're not going to peel it. Um, they're really, really hard to pinch and flat just because because the rim profile is um, a lot smoother. So it's harder to, harder to bang them up. Um, but, you know, a lot of people new to the sport just wouldn't go for that. So, I, you know. Intimidating. Yeah, it's really intimidating. So coming in with clinches, you're obviously going to ride higher pressures until you learn how to ride smooth and not hit stuff. Um, and so you keep creeping your, your tire pressures down um, lower and lower and lower until you get to a point where, you know, you flat very rarely and you can ride really smoothly and you get the maximum performance out of your setup. And that, that works across everything, whether you're running um, – Clinches with tubes or clinches with latex tubes or tubeless or um, tubulars, which is, you know, that's, I think people get confused between tubeless and tubulars. And now, of course, with Clement tires, um, there's tubeless, tub tubeless tubulars. So there's another one just to bend your brain. Um, so th the pressure thing is just something, it's very, very personal. You, um, it's something you've got to just work on over time. Um, in different conditions, you ride different pressures. Uh, for instance, you know, let's talk about Cross Vegas coming up this weekend. I've ridden that course a bunch of times. Um, know it really, really well. It's basically th like mostly thick, deep Velcro grass. So you... Um, you don't want a whole lot of tread. Like you wouldn't typically ride a, a, a really um, tall knobbed mud tread for Cross Vegas because um, it just it, it sticks down into the grass too much and it's actually really, it, it, it takes a lot more effort to pedal the bike. You want something that kind of glides across the top of the grass a little bit and kind of lays the grass down and makes its own track. And that's obviously the best tire for Cross Vegas is a file tread. So a file tread is the one that just has, you know, almost semi-slick pattern in the middle or like, um, you know, little diamond points all down the middle and then some, you know, sort of mid-range, reasonably aggressive side knobs so when you rail into a corner, they'll hook up okay. a little bit. So, um, and um, I've been messing around with a couple of different file treads and I have one set right now. They're actually tubeless tires by uh, uh, from IRC. Um, they're the Serac... Uh, sand tires and they have no knobs on the side they're basically just diamond tread all the way over and I think that that is pretty good but I would rather have a little bit of a, a bit of a side knob so when you're cornering um, at a, you know obviously at a place like Cross Vegas you're going to get the maximum amount of traction and then when you stand the bike back up it'll run smoother again obviously my favorite tire for that would be the Clement LAS so it's a, it's a really nice graduated file tread with a with a um, aggressive side knob I do want to get back to the person who's new to cyclocross. Uh, they've got one pair of wheels. What What is a good, basic, all-around tire tread for people to have? Well, I mean, the the three the three tread categories are um, file tread, which is that that semi-slick. It's good on grass and sand. Um, a, a, what's called an intermediate tread, or um, sometimes it's nicknamed the Grifo tread because um, that was one of the original cyclocross treads and it's it's literally just an intermediate tread um the the knobs aren't too tall and it's a good it's a good tread pattern for just um for sort of most conditions like typically typically dry conditions um hard pack stuff like that it'll do really well on that um and then the the last uh tread pattern in the category is mud tread and that's where you have um 
slightly smaller directional knobs that have a way bigger spacing between them. So what you're, what you're trying to do is when you're riding in mud, you kind of want to punch down to the, to the hard base and get traction on that hard base. And then when you, and as the tire comes out of the mud, you don't want the mud to stick to the tire. So that's why there's a bigger spacing between the treads. You want, that, you want the mud to shed off the tire and not stick to it. So it's not slowing you down and weighing you down and compromising your traction. So, um, mud, you know, mud, mud treads are designed to work specifically you know in super muddy um, gross conditions so i would say for anyone coming into the sport um definitely start with just an intermediate tread it's going to work reasonably well for for everything and you know as as you get more and more involved in cross which everybody seems to do it seems to be somewhat addictive um you'll you know you'll build up your quiver of wheels and you'll have have you know different wheels for different you know have different tread patterns for different conditions um so i would start with an intermediate tread and and um i would say the clement L, uh, not the clement las the clement mxp is um a really great intermediate tread it comes in a clincher and a tubular um there's obviously you know all of the companies make them um Dugast has the Typhoon. Um, I don't know what FMB called theirs. I can't remember what it is. I can see it in my head. But um, Challenge has an intermediate tread. It's basically a standard Grifo tread. Everyone has their own version of it. Um, and that's a great place to start. You love tires. Yeah, I, I don't know why. I, I sort of zeroed in on this when I first got into cross. Like, and, you know, and this is something I've, I've talked about before. Um, I'm never going to beat anyone in a straight line. I'm not that guy. Like I'm not Mr. You know, raging fit, ripping skinny. eats like a rabbit, dude. Like I'm, I'm a big guy, and and anyone can ride me off their wheel. You know, uphill or you know, like I said, in a straight line. So for me, it all comes back. It comes down to the technical aspect of the sport. It comes down to handling. It comes down to, um, bike. You know, bike preparation and bike setup. You know, my bikes are are sort of more ride tuned for handling than they are they are for power development and performance because that's where i that's where i feel like i probably have a bit of an edge so early on and when i first got into cross i very very much zeroed in on you know wheel and tire technology and getting you know really getting a good handle on that kind of stuff and understanding it so i would have the maximum advantage in in any given race so while someone is working to find their ideal pressure uh, what do you recommend to someone to to look at in a tire? What do you mean to look at? Like, I mean, I want to get set up. I've followed your advice. I've yeah. got my intermediate tread. Now I want to expand. What? Where do we go from there as far as tire technology? Well, I mean, you could start. I mean, you could start right here at Valmont Park, and that's something I've done a million times testing stuff. You, you know, you really get, just come out get a whole bunch of new stuff. Come on over here and, and um, you know, and I, I do this all the time right here at Valmont. I'll, I'll bring out a bunch of gear um, or I'll have a set of test wheels or a set of test tires I'm working on. Um, make myself a little course out here that has a little bit of uphill, a little bit of downhill, some scratchy cornering, maybe ride through the sand pit a couple of times. And um, I'll do hot laps on that course and just keep, keep messing around with the setup. You know, obviously, most notably the pressure in um until i get something that works so it's it's something you actually have to do a little bit of homework and get to know 
um, get to know how you ride and, and, and the way you ride stuff. Like, you know, for Valmont, there's um, there's actually some pretty there's some pretty good berms built into the courses here. Mm-hmm. Um, oftentimes, it'll be you know set on some of the mountain bike trails. So when you go through a corner, you'll be um, really compressing your tires down on a berm. It's not like you're cornering on the flat and you have to go a little slower. You're really driving into those turns super fast, and you can push, you can squeeze the tires all the way down until you're riding on the rims when you go around those corners. So um, when I Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm, HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Face here at Valmont, and I'm doing my you know, warm-up laps and my shakedown ride, I will always test that section of the course where I'm going to compress my bike all the way down and make sure I'm not so low that that's going to happen. I mean, that's, you know, you just kind of add a half a pound just to keep your tires, tires off the ground a little bit. But, yeah, I mean, the... I think the the um, sort of the progression of how you learn this stuff across is like you said you you know you get your bike, get your wheels, get your tires, and sort of get your get your setup um, the way sort of the way you want it. Come out, go out to your local park, Belmont here, wherever, ride hot laps and get the hang of it. Understand the way you ride. Understand um, you know whether you're a nice light rider and you can keep your bike off the ground when you're riding on super rough stuff if you're, or if you're kind of you know what we like to say a bag of anvils and you you just kind of plow across stuff because if you're just drilling into stuff and plowing across it you're gonna you're gonna flat more at lower pressures than than someone who rides super smooth like I'm a big dude but I've taught myself to ride really really smooth so I ride you know comparatively low pressures for my size because I'm not I'm not beating off my wheels and I'm not compressing my rims i'm not compressing my tires all the way down till i hit the rims and risking getting a flat you're making me think i mean if you're on a team you actually should come out and do a team ride wherever and uh trade wheels out yeah oh well so you could try different tires and as long as you're set up obviously and you, you know the belgians do that you know that you know we're coming up to the cross season probably in the they probably start in the middle of summer they get all their new tires and all their new wheels glued up, and they come out and they test everything. And you know, a lot of a lot of the top pros have been riding this similar equipment and the same tires for you know 10, 15 years. They they ride pretty much the same stuff all the time. So for them, there's not a whole lot to learn. Um, I mean, one thing I would love to do with Butter moving forward is do clinics like that where everybody comes out and you actually instead of doing uh, doing you know, like a riding, handling or, you know, fitness and conditioning clinic, you actually do a technical clinic where you come out and, you know, look at tyre pressures and help people understand the way they ride and the way they corner and whether they ride heavy or ride light and, and help them to get that, that kind of ideal baseline set up for their bikes. So 
I, I'm just kind of coming from, I don't have a lot of money. I really am excited about the sport. I want to improve my performance. I feel like my training's spot on, um, but I really, you know, listening to you talk about tires and pressure, I want to be able to try as many different things as I can. But again, there's just that budget of being able to come out here with a lot of different equipment. So any things you suggest, that's why I was mentioning, you know, team trading wheels. Yeah, I mean, I think um, that's actually a fantastic idea. I've never thought of that, but it'd be, it would be really, really cool if you have a team and everybody, you know, maybe has a, has a few different setups of, of stuff to come out and screw around. I mean, you obviously have, um, you know, you have disc brakes versus rim brakes and right. you know you have different setups now so that might be kind of hard to um to whoa <laughs> it might be kind of hard to to um get that really really dialed in i i mean i would say the best recommendation for cross is um get a set of clincher wheels obviously you know the clincher so you can change your tires readily you know you know have a handful of tubes because plant you, know, you want to plan on flatting a little bit um and just screw around with a few different sets of tires. I mean, tires aren't, you know, hugely expensive and, you know, they, they last a while and you can keep, you know, in the case of clinches, you can keep switching them back and forward. forth. You can use them. It's not like you're just going to try a set of tires and throw them away. Right. I mean, I've done that. I've tried really crappy tires and just hoiked them. But um, that would, I think that would be the best entry level um, setup would be just to have, one, you know, one set of clincher, tire, uh, clincher wheels and go out and get a few different kinds of tires and, and just screw around with them. And you know one thing I've been doing? Um, I've been using latex tubes for everything. So, you know, you obviously have the black butyl tubes that, mm -hmm. that are they're kind of thicker and they're, they're more neoprene-y. They're actually really easy to flat. Like, it's really easy to pinch them. They, they, they cut, the, the, that material cuts really well, uh, cuts really easily. Um, latex tubes, are, they're thinner and they they have they're um they're way more flexible. So you have what's you know it, they produce what's called a more supple ride. So in cyclocross, mm -hmm. um, you know sort of one one of the uh, one of the key terms that people use is is how supple is the ride. So how just like butter. yeah, just like butter. So um, and the the gig is that when you're when you're riding across the terrain, you want your you want your tire to be supple enough and the pressure to be just right so that the tire actually conforms to the shape of the terrain as you're going across it. And that does two things. It gives you obviously more traction when you're cornering. If the tire is actually molding and melding to the shape of the ground, then you have more tire in contact with the ground. And when you're riding on on rough terrain, which is basically cross, you have more shock absorption. So the bike spends a lot more time going straight straight forward and having the tires absorb the shock other than the bike being bounced up and down, which is just, a, you know, got vertical energy is a waste of energy and cross. Everything is going forward. You're trying to make everything go forward. So tire pressure, let's get really geeky here. There's no way you run front and rear at the same pressure. Nope. Nope. All right. That's true. So um, rule of thumb there would be your back tire. If, if your bike is balanced properly, if you have, if, if you're, if you're handling setup, is such that your bike is balanced properly, you should have a little more weight on your back tire. So you're gonna run, on average, I would say one, one and a half to two pounds more pressure in the rear. So I'm at the point, you know, living here in Colorado where I know most of the courses I go to and I know what, what my optimum, well, I can guess about what my optimum tire pressure is going to be before I go out and pre-ride the course. So I'll set it at about what I think it's gonna be and then go pre-ride the course and maybe make, you know, half pound adjustments. But yeah, your, back, your rear tire is typically one and a half to two pounds um, 
harder, like higher pressure. Now you've got a team sponsored by Butter, correct? Yep, uh, we're just starting. Um, starting uh, our debut ride is going to be at Cross Vegas. Hopefully, our kits will come in. Um, that's the only thing we're waiting on now. <laughs> so um, otherwise, you're just going to like butter yourselves up. And just wear a butter t-shirt or something. No one will care. Um, so yeah, um, we just we just started the butter team, and actually, you know, one of the things we that I really want to do, um, you know, with with sort of butter as an entity and as a company and through the team is is get this information out to people, is do do clinics and show people how to do this stuff, and you know, and teach it to them and and have you know sort of have them understand it and have it make sense because you know you can kind of you can just sit around and bullshit about this stuff all day. And to a lot of people, it just doesn't make any sense. They don't. They don't think it applies to them. They don't think it's important. And you know, I, I think pretty much across the board, you can dramatically improve your cyclocross race performance um, by zeroing in on your, you know, your selection of tires and your, your the pressures you run, and just getting that part of your setup really, really dialed. It's important. Do you guys have a tire sponsor? We do have a tire sponsor. Who did you go with and why? Um, and that is a real question. That That, that is I mean, a real question. Seriously. Well, um, this year we have, we're, we're going to be running all Clement tires. We're going to run Clement tubulars for cross, and obviously we'll train on all Clement tires as well. Um, I've been, been running and buying my own Clement tires for years, um, you know, basically ever since Clement started uh, producing tubulars you know, four or five years ago. And just... I found for Colorado conditions there, the tires, the tubulars especially, they hold up the best. They're really quite durable. They don't, um, they don't require a whole bunch of maintenance. Like, um, you know, some of the really Gucci handmade tires, um, if you if you don't really take care of them, the, the cotton will will rot down by the rim, and then they just they fall apart and they just don't last that long. You know, as a as a you know full time working masters racer dude, none of us have time to to sit around and glue tires. We don't have someone gluing tires for us. This is stuff, this is all stuff that you have to put on your bike and hopefully, you know, set it and forget it for the season. You set your bike up and your wheels up at the beginning of the season and then it's done and it's it, it stays done for the for the season. I have time to screw around with it. So um, yeah, we're doing, we're doing all Clement tires um, on Wednesday at Cross Vegas. I'll be riding the Clement LAS, which is um, their file tread. Uh, tubulars obviously with our beautiful new um, Mavic all-road rims um, Mavic all-road wheels actually uh, and then for most most of the season here in Colorado I'll, I would ride the Clement MXPs um, which is which is a really just a kind of a good all-rounder intermediate tread and then for the for the super muddy races I would resort to the Clement PDX How about tire care um, how old can a tire be and still be good? Uh, anything you should do if the tire's on a pair of wheels that you're not using for a while? Nothing really. Um, Let the uh, air out? Uh, well, yeah. Well, they'll, they'll sort of like slowly leach out air anyway, and the pressure's ne never that much that it's going to damage the tire. Um, you know, obviously, if, when you're not using your tires in the summer, put them, you know, put them in the basement, Put them in wheel bags, you know, zip them up in a, you know, as I would say, a cool, dark place, cool, dark and dry, um, and just store them away. Um, so if a spider would like it, tires. Yeah, exactly. Put put your tires where you see all the spiders in your house. Um, 
So, yeah, you just, I mean, you, you definitely store that stuff away. You don't leave it lying around in the summertime or leave it out in the sunshine. Um, during the season, there's not too much you have to do to most of the tyre brands. I know Dugas are, they are a fantastic riding tyre. They feel absolutely amazing, but they do take a lot of care. So you, you always have to make sure the um, the casings are good and dry. Like you can't, you know, leave them wet. And um, you have to make sure that the sidewalls are sealed they come as raw cotton and you've got to seal them yourself and that's sort of that you know that's that's definitely a maintenance thing in that the case kind of, of Dugas. Too, um, yeah. getting into like cleaning your bike off after a race or after a very muddy training ride anything special you need to do with the tire no no you you just you you know obviously hit it with the scrub brush and make sure everything has come off it um most tires are you know obviously designed to do the job they do and they're they're pretty good and durable as long as you keep them clean one one thing that happens with uh tires with more aggressive tread like a you know an in, intermediate tire a grifo tire or even a mud tread um actually especially the mud treads the the tread will actually as it wears the the edges of the tread blocks will get kind of rounded over so they won't be sharp on the edges anymore and that's actually a pretty big um that compromises your traction that's a pretty big loss of traction to have a tire that's not just it's, it's not like it's completely worn down you can still see the tread blocks but they're worn enough that that they're rounded on the edges and any any bike I have with mud treads on it, um, especially the the uh, glued up tubulars, I would never ride them on the pavement because it just would it would just destroy the tire. To kill it, to, to ride it on the pavement would just kill it, and um, it would round off those tread blocks. And then when you try and race on it, you don't have that 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 real nice like sharp edge traction that you that you would expect from a mud tire. So I you know I'm very careful, especially with my race tires not to just go you know riding them all over the place um and when when i'm warming up for a race i try you know, oftentimes you end up warming up on the pavement i try there's a few different ways of doing that you can just ride an old set of wheels um that are maybe a bit worn down um or just just try not to you know do any crazy hard cornering or anything on pavement because it really does beat up your tires to ride them on pavement I'd say if there's anything you're more excited about than tires, it would be cyclocross. Yeah. Happy um, the season's here. Um, yeah, I'm starting to get my stoke on. I'm definitely a, a late bloomer every year. Um, you know, I sort of, I'm starting to get the itch right now. And, uh, you know, with now that we've signed up for Cross Vegas, it's, you know, I've sort of got to get my crap together. So tomorrow morning I'll get out there and start doing some efforts. And, and uh, I've got some, well, of all things, I've got tires to glue this weekend. So we have uh, all of our gear coming in, hopefully in the next couple of days. So I'll have a lot of a lot of gluing and race prep and just checking over the bikes and making sure everything's ready to go. But, you know, in general for cross, I mean, you know, not just specifically related to tires and tubes. I mean, preparing your bike and having it completely ready to go and taking care of it is a big friggin' deal. It really makes a big difference if your bike has just simple things like, you know, the correct gearing, which I think, uh, did we have, did we... We haven't done this topic yet, but we're going to do it in the we're next couple of to, weeks. Because yeah. it's going to be a lot of cross coming up here. It, well, it might be. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, everyone have everyone has gearing preferences. You want you just want your cables to be nice and fresh, so your cables work well. If you still have cables, and a lot of people don't, um, just you know, make sure your drivetrain's fresh. Don't have an old chain. Just very very simple things like that. Just simple bike maintenance things that aren't, you know, too ludicrously expensive. I mean cyclocross is inherently expensive it you know you wreck a lot of stuff um but just 
have your bike and have your equipment be completely ready to go from your drivetrain and your cables all the way down to you know tire selection and tire pressures and not not wasting your tires by railing them around on pavement it all it all adds up and it adds up quick just like butter belmont bike park here in boulder colorado getting ready to go to cross vegas best of luck to you michael thank you we're out ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.